Thanks for tuning in to ParCast Daily. I'm Carter Roy. This month, we're featuring mini-episodes from the Female Criminals special series, Black Widow Watch. Every day in June, Female Criminals is taking a closer look at the web of lies, deceit, and murder spun by some of history's most deadly women. Today, we're discussing Betty Lou Beats. She planted flowers on the graves of two of her dead husbands, but you'll be surprised to learn where the graves were located. You can check out more Black Widow episodes all month long by subscribing to Female Criminals. Listen free every day on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Betty Lou Beats was fed up. As she picked up yet another empty whiskey bottle, she noticed the bruises on her arms had gotten bigger. The fight had occurred for no reason other than that Doyle had come home drunk. She wanted to divorce him, but the trailer was in his name. If she left him, she'd be homeless. But she couldn't stand these beatings anymore either. She had to do something. So on a stormy Texas night, Betty waited for her husband to fall asleep. As soon as he was out, she opened her nightstand drawer and pulled out a revolver. Covering the muzzle with a pillow, Betty cocked the gun. She aimed right at her husband's head, ready to pull the trigger. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they'd wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we're discussing Betty Lou Beats. Betty was dubbed a black widow when police uncovered her fourth and fifth husband's dead bodies buried side by side. But a look into her past shows that Betty might not have been the money-hungry wife that the media made her out to be. More on Betty Lou Beats after this. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to our Black Widow. Betty Lou Beats was not born a killer, but quite the opposite. At age three, she contracted the measles, causing damage to her hearing and ability to speak. 
At age five, she was raped by her father and continued to be sexually abused by others until she became a teen. The promise of a better life came knocking in 1952. At 15 years old, Betty married her first husband, Robert Franklin Branson. But her happily ever after soon fell apart. Branson was abusive and Betty unfaithful. In 1969, the two divorced. Because of her disabilities, Betty had a hard time maintaining a steady source of income. She only had one solution to her financial problems, marriage. Betty's next husband, Bill Lane, was instantly abusive. She tried to leave him, but Lane wouldn't have it, and their relationship became increasingly violent. He threw a piece of concrete through one of her windows, threatened to kill her, and tried to break into her home. As he was coming through her back door, Betty pulled out a gun. Lane turned to run, but Betty still pulled the trigger. Luckily, Lane recovered from his bullet wounds, and the attempted murder charges against Betty were eventually dropped. Lane admitted that he'd threatened Betty's life, so the act had been in self-defense. The two got back together briefly, but eventually, Lane tossed her out. Alone again, Betty drank heavily and searched for her next caretaker. She married yet another man, Ronnie C. Threlkeld. But after he too became abusive, Betty attempted to run him over with her car. And then in 1979, Betty married Doyle Wayne Barker. He was so violent that he often left Betty with bruises all over her torso and choke marks on her neck. And so, one night while Barker was sleeping, Betty shot him in the head and buried him in her backyard. Because his body was not immediately found, friends and family assumed that Barker had just run off. Betty was free to look for her next caretaker and found him in a retired firefighter named Jimmy Don Beats. In 1982, Betty Lou became Betty Lou Beats. But bliss didn't last long. This time, Betty decided she wouldn't wait to be abused to do something about it. She told her children she was planning on killing husband number five. Just one year into marriage, Betty shot Jimmy Don Beats in the head and buried the body in her backyard, right next to her previous husband. Her son helped send his boat out into the lake to make it look like Jimmy had drowned. Then she planted flowers on top of their bodies, a final gift to her husband's. Neither body was found until 1985, when the sheriff's office received an anonymous tip about the possible murder of Jimmy Don Beats. Police searched Betty's trailer and dug up her backyard. They found Beats's body, as well as Barker's, and arrested Betty for murder. Betty Lou Beats's trial began on October 8, 1985. There was a great amount of debate over whether Betty killed to collect life insurance. The prosecution alleged that she was totally aware of the financial gains from her husband's deaths. 
but others say she only collected after her lawyer informed her she was eligible. The press couldn't help themselves and quickly deemed Betty a black widow. The jury was easily swayed of Betty's guilt, and she was convicted of capital murder. She spent 14 years in prison before being scheduled for execution. Despite appeals from her children, human rights groups, and anti-domestic abuse advocates, on February 24th of 2000, 62-year-old Betty died by lethal injection. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 